Jedi strength flows from the Force. Hang on to your butt. I am the Force. My name's Jack. All of that sweet change. Hasta la vista. Remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Hello, what have we here? Scruffy looking nerf her. I got a bad feeling about this. You know, they, they call me cautious being on multiple social media platforms. This is madness. It's a trap. Where's my super suit? We have a hope. Fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> nice. Yes. Here. Yes, it is. To talk about one of the best Star Wars shows of all time. Oh, man. The best. It might just be the best because I just, day in, day out, I end up loving it more due to a fellow friend of mine who doesn't love it as much. The love brews stronger. As is it's hate. like when you, when you hit metal when it's like really hot, it makes the metal stronger. Just say the Bible verse iron sharpens iron. <laughs> That was it. Yes. That was it. Yes, Bible man. We are. I am Bible man. Bible man is present. Bible man also hates the Mandalorian. Because <laughs> the Mandalorian literally copied. Because they copied his Beskar. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible Beskar. Which we'll talk about. Beskar. I have some serious issues with Beskar, but we'll talk about that later. I'd be surprised <sighs> if you didn't. Yeah, this is about uh, Mandalorian season two review and recollection and. and you know, we're gonna have some discussion about the Mandalorian season two. We are gonna talk about the Mandalorian season two. How much I love it. How much Clint. I actually like this a lot. Yeah. How much why did Jack? You to, why'd you have to pause, Devin? I love it. It's great. It's almost as good as the sequels. There we go. And uh, <laughs> you know, I'll accept it at this point. It's better. <laughs> I'm wow. Just, I'm taking it now. I'm and me. And, and Ryan. <laughs> Ryan loves it. Actually, Ryan, this, what did you think? So in this anyway, episode, so we're going to start we're not the episode. Breaking, shut up. <laughs> we're not breaking down Mandalorian. We're breaking down Star Wars theories from oh reaction God. to God, uh, you, a certain scene. Uh, Ryan, you're making this where he starts Ryan, crying Ryan, you're like a little baby. Of, you're making fun of a man crying about something he's passionate about. Right, he's not the only one that probably posts a reaction <laughs> video and cries. Yeah. Also, millions a millionaire. Also, a millionaire who cried when Luke showed up. Hey, yes. man. I cried during the ending <laughs> of Saving Mr. Banks. <laughs> yes. So I cried at the end of Toy Story 4 because that's sad. Hey, I. That's sad. It's bittersweet. Also, let me, um, to get perspective on Ryan's opinions, <laughs> he has also stated earlier today that uh, Toy Story 4's ending is way more superior to Toy Story 3's. No, it's, yeah, it's sadder. Yeah. Okay. Buzz, Libby, Woody. So now, so audience. Chemistry. Now the audience. Now you have that mindset. Now you'll know who you're dealing with. I also watched Cinderella remake uh, at least ten times while I was on Disney Plus oh, for exactly. a month. Whoa. Ryan okay. is. No one needed to know that. Oh. At all. Ryan Please. is always. <laughs> Don't bring back the nightmares. The wild card. <laughs> I live with this man, and I, had to, and I had to hear the Dis I had to hear the Cinderella soundtrack yes. for like a whole week. Uh, we know. We know what Ryan happens. obsesses over something, he will not stop play it. Here comes or talk the soul, about it. Here comes the soul soundtrack. And now you know I'm oh. into jazz. <laughs> after oh, I wanna, soul. I want. I want to ruin your dreams with jazz and show you whiplash. <laughs> Yes. Oh. Ryan needs a J.K. Simmons in his life. That would be funny. <laughs> anyway. Nice. So. So we're talking about Mando. We're talking about Mando, and we are going to introduce <laughs> the squad here. So Mandalorian number one to my right. It's the Mandalorian who loves to count his Beskar. He loves <laughs> his Beskar. <laughs> Jack, I'm here. <clears throat> Mandalorian... Uh, the pride one Mandalorian 22 um you know <laughs> I am a, of course you <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> I mean there's not much to say about me let's just say that I'm I'm not a pussy and I actually take shots to my exposed areas my neck my sh my exposed underarms I don't just take shots in the Beskar steel that's literally only covers 50% of my 40% of my body. Yes. I'll take shots anywhere and I'll survive. Yes. 
Well, Thank we you. will test out that theory later. Mandalorian <laughs> number three. Hi. I'm the Mandalorian that likes to watch the Mandalorian do Mandalorian stuff. Hey, me too. That's nice. With the other Mandalorians. I like that. That sounds like everyone on the internet. Nice. Yeah. We're all drinking one stuff right now. I am glad that majority of people like this. I am too. I mean, I, I, imagine I like if everyone was like me. Nah, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society. Those would be dark times. It'd be cloudy everywhere. Dark times. Before, Before the, dark the time. Empire. Anyway, so, you guys have any initial thoughts? Just general thoughts. You know, like a quick synopsis. Ryan will go last. Aww. Because we want some, you know, a little bit, you know, fun. Some positivity. So, uh, Jack, you right. may go first. I will go first. Um, I'd like to know your guys' thoughts comparing it to the first season in, th in that mm. regard. But I also will say I just thought it was another fun season. Lots of adventure. I thought every episode was super quality this season uh there wasn't like any throwaways i thought this season um and yeah so i i thought it was overall really well well done and uh i think it's bringing a lot of people back to the star wars yeah franchise a lot more than the movies did that's why i'm you know? that's one of the biggest things why i love this show so much because generally everybody besides ryan i've heard everybody love this show and for the last several years of Star Wars, it's just been divisiveness after divisiveness. And finally, we have gotten a show to unite us all, except for Ryan. So, yeah, <laughs> just tried to swallow the mic. So, Clint, what is your... It's like Mike Wazowski's little, little funny tidbits. trick. Show me your tidbits. I like season two a lot. I actually like season two better than season one. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I would okay. say that too. I agree yeah. as well. I like season two better than season one. Uh... I don't think there was really, like, any necessarily bad episode. Yeah. Like, I mean, at least... I know season one had, like, I think we can all agree on one bad episode. But uh, I don't think season two really had anything that I would say was, like, necessarily throwaway. Maybe besides one, but I'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. But uh, other than that, uh, no, it's a really good season. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought the action was a lot better. And um, I love Cara Dune. God damn it. Don't, Get out don't of we here. all? Don't we all? Everybody Such show their character tattoo at and, once. Oh, my blaster's jammed. I oh, got my you. Jammed. Oh, I hit it real hard. That did it. We're all showing our character tattoos. Thank you. I do. Thank yep. you. Devin, yes. are you going to ask me? And uh, Ryan, you have five seconds on the clock. <laughs> okay. All right, that was great. <laughs> oh, man. What a strong opinion you got. Wow. We'd love to hear more. <laughs> Not really. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, Ryan. No, what, Ryan. Go ahead. Spill. Share what you I need to say. If you guys don't want me to talk, I don't need to. No, no, no talk. No, you're here for a reason. Oh, taking the muzzle off me. Thank you. <laughs> you <got my> voice. <laughs> All right. It actually is a fun show, but unfortunately, when I see something that I can't get past, it's just <laughs> so like it just irritates me. It, that's what I focus on. That's what the human mind focuses on. It fo the human mind focuses on negativity rather than the good things ah, yes. you know we i need to be more optimistic about this show is what i'm trying to say and I, sometimes i think i get carried away with how the side characters are boring um the story doesn't really add depth to my life or give me any you know real oh wow shit moments you know tell us how you really um, feel tell us how but you i really think feel. that's that's just me because I go into this thinking, oh my god, Star Wars storytelling at its best? Okay, Empire, let's see it. Nowhere close, obviously. Um, Wait, is Empire storytelling superior to Clone Wars then? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. All right, fair. See, that last thing I'll say before Devin takes it over is I think Star Wars is at its best when storytelling and drama is in the lead and action follows. I would agree. Because the prequels were okay. always action first, and then let's try and fit in the story. And we all know how the prequels turned out. They're not the best. No, we love them as I mean, Star we Wars love fans. them as Star Wars fans. Yeah. How would you describe the sequels, then? A mess. Um, a big mess. <laughs> Great big mess. Uh, <laughs> pile, money, 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 money. dog money. shit. A, f a schmuckle for your freckle. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Uh, that is one of my favorite Jack coin terms. But overall, I do think Mandalorian is a fun show. Yeah. I honestly, I, I love this show. See, it's just something I've always been wanting as a show. I mean, Mandalorians have always been like a huge thing, like Star Wars fandom. 
and you've never really gone in the forefront of like Star Wars content. Yeah. And now we finally have that, and it's so cool that it's live action. It's the first live action Star Wars TV show, and so far I've the, personally me. Even the chapter five episode in the season one, there hasn't been an episode where I've been like, I hated that. Like, I loathed it. There are obviously way better episodes than others. I completely agree. And I don't think the side characters are at its strongest point. But I still love this show. I love what it's done. I love the spaghetti western slash samurai vibe for, like, those old classic black and white movies. Yep. And there's just there's so much I love about it. So much it's done right, at least for me. And we will further deep. Further deep? Further, further deep. deep. <laughs> further dig in the deep. Can I ask a question? Of my thoughts. Can I ask a question for you boys? Or did you want to say something? Oh, I was just going to piggyback off of what Devin said. Let me said guess. Ryan, you're going to say, hey. well, is this like a Western? Because no, like a no. lot of the Westerns. Hey. If you guys want to hear me hey. bitch about this, go it's listen to turn. our yeah. Mando debate. It's We're my, not going to bitch about it. This. It's, it's my turn. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> somebody's anyways. getting a little whiny. <laughs> He's <laughs> got his hands Clint, on his hips. Clint Tell is us how you on really his feel. All right, Clint, <laughs> you are so sassy today. He's experiencing his first heat. It's okay, buddy. What? He's in heat. He's in heat. Oh, I was just going to... Actually, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, I'll, I'll All ask right. you guys a question. Shut up! <laughs> I'll ask you a question. Do you guys like how this season started kind of grounded, but started world yes. building the era after Return of the Jedi? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, like... I like that. Because at yeah. first we thought, you know, season one of Mando was kind of like, oh, it's very grounded. It's kind of him going on side missions, and then it kind of opening up to the Empire. And this one was like, whoa, we got all these different characters. There's... Uh, spreading out to different series is coming. Did you guys like that? I and if so, why? I very much liked it because I'm I'm glad that they didn't do this season one. I would have not. I really would have not liked that if they'd done the season one. I like season one is grounded in a very very smaller scale story compared to season two. That's how mm-hmm. it should be. Everything should build upon each other. And I like how we didn't get any huge characters in the first ones. A lot of it is very very grounded. I like how they held off to that for season two. So, yeah, I would say that. I think we got too many household name characters this season. I probably could have done without Bogotan and that that group. Mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like every episode there was a cameo. I was like, oh, I feel like cameo. Another cameo. If we're going to get into spoilers right now, is that okay, Devin? Yeah, this is also a uh, spoiler warning <laughs> at the end. of Yeah, I should have said that. I think the two characters in this season that were obviously, you know, veterans of Star Wars that were absolutely necessary for, you know, next season is obviously Boba Fett um, and uh, Bogaton because that's going to be huge next season. Because they're Mandalorians, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Maybe, I mean, it could have been, honestly, it could have been cool if they introduced a new Mandalorian. I don't know if Boba Fett's going to be in the next season. He probably won't, but they introduced him for his his series. He's got his own show now. Well, he probably won't be. A yeah, big part. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be. I mean, I he's honestly, my favorite part maybe, of this maybe season. Maybe towards the end. In all no, honesty, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be in season three at all. I think no, yeah, he's I, gonna make an appearance, but probably uh, not. The, maybe actually, like the first I don't four think he will. I don't think, I, yeah, I don't think he will at all. They really did this to introduce because the end scene. It's really just to kickstart his book of Boba. Well, I think. Yeah. I think it was the right choice because this is what been fans have been asking for for like the longest. <laughs> oh yeah. Gone. Devin, but like well, this is what fans have been asking for the longest time and i thought it was a really honestly his introduction like back into star wars is probably like one of the best like the show had to offer like yes. i love i loved it no disintegration no disintegrations i love the uh love the thing he says when uh when the, what was it episode seven it was like uh Bo, why don't you come so with many me cool lines i'm afraid they're gonna recognize my face they recognize mm-hmm. my face it's like little subtle things like that yeah. which one thing we never really actually understood why boba hates the empire now it seems like yeah, you know, how he, was, he said oh, he has he got bo- no loyalty. He's never loved them. Yeah, to he's begin never with. got. I don't think he's ever got any. It's just they must have something must have happened because he's always buddy buddy because they have the deepest pockets, obviously. Well, not buddy buddy. He's he did stand up to Vader multiple times. I guess, I guess we really didn't know him that well, if we're being honest. He's well, all, never really fleshed out Boba's character in the first place. I mean, and the Clone Wars. But and the books, but who's yeah. ever actually before so who are we to say we just saw him before anything came out. He always had the mystique about him, and before mm-hmm. like you even knew he was like a clone, he was always a very mysterious character. 
always like yeah. in a neutral zone. If anything, mm -hmm. I think he only really had loyalty to Jabba. Because that's what he mainly did it for, because Han Solo owed yeah. debt to Jabba. Yeah, you're right. That's why he did that. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I would have been more interested with a Boba Fett story that was told before A New Hope. Oh, 100%. In that yeah, era. me too. But yeah. I'm intrigued as to what they're going to do. Like, mm -hmm. he's kind of like a, a drug lord now or some sort, like a kingpin He's probably going to be like I've a kingpin. I've been hearing yeah. a lot yeah. of things about this. Yeah. Show. I even, there was even a rumor of 10 seasons, God, which... Just, 10 seasons for a Boba Which Fett I thought show? is just like bullshit, and then I've been hearing that rumor a lot. But what would have been cool, wow. I think the only thing I would have actually kind of liked is if Boba Fett actually followed the no-take-off-the-helmet rule. Because yeah. it would kind of, in a way, make sense because you never see his face in originals. And in that way, in real world sense, then you can do all the flashback things and never have him take off his helmet. Yeah. And then tomorrow Morrison could do the voice work. I guess yeah, that's yeah, true. That is true. That is true, but it also kind of doesn't like make sense for his character either. Yeah. Because like in season well, in like season not season eight, but in the end the finale of season two, when he tells uh when Bo Katan says like, Well what was it? Why are you wearing Mandalorian armor? And he was like never claimed to be one. Oh mm -hmm. remember, yeah, remember you that said that makes no sense. Yeah. And then yeah. but the few episodes previously mando's like you're clearly a mandalorian you can keep the armor <laughs> i don't he know he just doesn't care yeah he yeah, just maybe. doesn't care mandalorian's also, just, he, he's, he's just stressed out he's, he's overwhelmed the, he's not there to prove himself also shout out to jeremy is it jeremy bullock bullock oh who jeremy, died jeremy bullock yeah. the original actor oh, for boba yeah, yeah. just passed away yep. Oh. yep 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 yeah yeah actually boba fett was definitely Definitely top five highlights of the season. Top five things I loved about this season. Would you, know, you say you liked it? Oh, what were you going to say, Ryan? Yeah. I, I was... I mean, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I feel like Ahsoka was mm -hmm. a cool part, but I feel like yeah. it was so unnecessary. It, felt it, like, it was just like, oh, go to this planet. Like The whole yeah. point of that was just go to this planet with a little bit of action. Um, obviously, it was meant to introduce Ahsoka Tano in live action and kick off her series. Oh, yeah. It was the kickoff Where she's looking TV for show. Thrawn. But... It just felt like it didn't feel like a throwaway episode because it was Ahsoka and yeah. action, but it just felt like I don't know. I think was, she was only necessary in a way because the huge like premise was finding the Jedi in this season. Yeah, and I think the third season is gonna obviously step away from that. And I think actually there's a little bit of pred predictions, but oh, yeah. but like did some fat boy but, uh, <laughs> and my fat ass fat. And season three is going to focus more on the Mandalorian and going back to Mandalore. They've That's why they hinted that uh, so heavily. And I think that's why they ended it with the Darksaber and all that being going to be a huge conflict in season three. You so know, I see that being a theme. I will say John Favreau and Dave Filoni have done a great job of giving the fans what they actually want now. Like Rise of Skywalker, everyone's like, oh, it's so nostalgic. Horrible but like, fan service. My God, this was pretty good. Yeah. Um. And like end of season one, the whole premise was he's gonna take the baby to be trained by a Jedi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, little did we know that was gonna be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That no was one really saw that cool. coming. Yeah, no one saw that coming. Luke Skywalker was technically the third person to see his face. Mm -hmm. Third person, including Baby Yoda and Mayfield. And then wow. Luke. I would be. I would love if Luke could see my face. Honestly, <laughs> and kiss it. And kiss it. <laughs> Jack takes off helmet. <laughs> Clint, did you want to say the thing that we, we talked about this last night as kind of being maybe a minor complaint, but also oh, like yeah. it is what it is? So I wanted to talk about this with you guys because this also connects with my big complaint from season one. I thought it would have been a much more emotional moment if we did not see the Mando, a.k.a. Jinjarin's face until the ending of season two. Yeah, with ba with him only showing it to Baby Yoda. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah see, I definitely agree. The other with that. two moments were not emotional. Oh, they're just like seriously, like why? Well, that was my that was like my, my biggest complaint. The first with season, season one, especially, is like there's no. He the, takes his helmet off to breathe. There, there sh it should have been like, it should have panned to the helmet. It should have been panned helmet or at least to the back of the head or something like that. Like we don't see his face. But I mean, the only reason yeah. why I don't like the only reason why. I, I'll give it a pass for him showing his face uh, in the episode beforehand. Was because we've already seen his face. Yeah. There's no mystery. Yeah. There's yeah. really no meaning behind it, and it does give him more character development because it does show that he's willing. It was to, like, a cool break. moment. Yeah. Yeah. It, does show, it does show that he's willing to break his Kree in order to get this kid to where he needs to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Show how much like he 
you know, he's developed over time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alexa's calling. Oh, sorry. But um, I would have. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I would have definitely. I I did not tear up during the season finale of Mando season two. I tried. I didn't. You couldn't push right. I didn't like uh, ball my eyes out, but I definitely got emotional towards the I, end. Yeah. I don't had. I didn't have tears, but I definitely had. Misty it was, eyes. It was a little I, sad, yeah. I think I would have teared up if they held off that face reveal until the ending of season two. Oh, definitely. Well, that's definitely. The thing. definitely. When I say that this show could have so much more depth, it's not because I'm like, oh, it's trash. It's because, like, moments like that, Clint, like, a uh, face reveal. Like, Red Place does this so much better. It was so much more emotional. <laughs> we were anticipating Jeremy Pulse, it for you're three listening years. To this. Like, Michael Jeremy Pulse, Pulse. my uh, Red Plays, his face reveal was so emotional. Like, this could have done that as well. Like, you know, you don't see his face until that moment, and it's just a simple removing your helmet. Mm-hmm. But they just, I don't know, they kind of fumbled or they just didn't really prioritize I just don't think they emotional really th- pull. I just don't think they really thought about how big of an impact that would have been to the audience. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I, I guess, think- but if you build a Mandalorian, he, the whole premise is he doesn't take off his helmet. That is a huge part yeah. of his character. I, I would and you're just like, that. oh, you got to heal my neck. Okay. Season one, <laughs> that was my biggest complaint of season one, yeah. was that they revealed his face. Because it, uh, it was a good moment, but it's just, it definitely killed that suspense what could have been in season two. Yeah, it two. felt cheap, like a like cop-out. Yeah, like, you just, guys have said this so many times, like, they take out the helmet, just pans put to, you know, IG, yeah. putting the helmet or on like the ground. You, or yeah. like you said, they see just the back of his head, but, you know, I, I, I would have definitely... With Mayfield, I definitely like that better, but I... I definitely wished they could have waited to the season finale. That would have been absolutely epic. Although, and a lot more pulling of the heartstrings. The way they handle face reveal on this may not totally be Favreau's fault because Pedro Pascal yeah. constantly was saying he wished he was a bigger part because he really just does voice lines. Yeah, well, he doesn't do the uh, actual. He doesn't do the actual no, body work for a good majority of this. So, part. like well, you, you already know he's probably demanding. Like it wasn't he wants more true. face. It was something that Grace Randolph completely blew out of proportion, and she got like kind of oh, really? canceled for this oh. because she was saying, "Oh, there's so much drama going down on Mandalorian season two. Pedro Pascal's <laughs> like basically demanding John Favreau where he walks, type of thing." And it was a huge thing. I was like getting worried about it. And I was like, "But Pedro literally had to respond to this. Said, no, that is not what happened at all. I completely back up the idea. They know what they're doing, and it's such a cool, you know, unique thing to the premise." And it's it's a cool way of storytelling of not showing a character's face and you get the emotion from his voice and like movements alone. Mm-hmm. So he was always for it from the beginning. So yeah, the, I don't entire I don't really think that was an issue. I think that was more favor on floating wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because of the timing of it. It's just like poor timing. But the fact that Pedro himself has he he said it. He was always for that idea. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Boobs. Yep. That's all I got to say. So, all right, we can move into favorite moments. What was your favorite moment out of the (sighs) series? Which is, I mean, I know mine. I know mine easy. You know mine. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I think I do know. When Bo-Katan gets shot. No. Oh, no. oh yeah. Let me shoot Bogaton five times. She just flops to the ground like she's Cara dead. Just fixing shows the gun. up in the next scene. Cara Dune fixing the No, my the favorite gun is, is when yeah. the... that gun does suck in Battlefront. When the Razor Crest gets blown up, that was such a it. great moment. I, that, I was suspecting it was that one. <laughs> it was such a good moment. Slave I like the Razor Crest. I don't slave know why you guys so hated ugly. it. Well, of course, the Slave One's better. It's the Slave One. I'm not comparing no, it to one. No. Yeah, but you're, no, they make no, a show just no. about a Mandalorian, you and they hate, can't make a ship cooler you than hate Boba Slave Fett. One. I think the, I think like, the reason on. I think the reason why I liked it so much because I watched the whole video explaining it. The guy who designed it. It was an old Mandalorian gunship. It's the same guy who designed a lot of prequel ships, like the Republic gunship. That's why the cockpit is similar, bro. Alright. Anyway, yeah. enough Razor te- Crest talk. What is your... This is, this is you want to go? Hard. Yeah, you were on it. So we're doing, we're doing favorite moments of Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, okay. okay. I'll, I'll say mine because mine's kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah. You already said yours. Razor Crest blowing up. Um, mine is definitely when Baby Yoda leaves. <laughs> when he gets booted off the show? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Well, obviously, my favorite moment is Luke showing up. But, like, that's part of that scene where Baby Yoda leaves. I, I'm i not gonna lie, guys. Season 3, I think, is gonna be so good because it's not gonna be revolving around trying it to get this. Nice. It's not gonna be babysitting anymore. Like, let's be honest. It's not gonna be babysitting. 
Who wants babysitting? General audience does. I like babysitting. Beat him up. I like this. I definitely. really like. Baby I don't know. Because it always like, keeps him on his toes. He's the best it's always part of the show. I mean, it really should just be called Dadalorian at that point. Oh then. my. He is a dad. He is. He's now become the father. You know, I have an interesting question <laughs> for you, Ryan. So you don't like Mandalorian being dad? Then what do you think about Steve being dad in Stranger Things? Uh, Steve? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's just like a fun side plot to season two. I mean, the, the whole point of this story, as small as the story is, it's just him trying to protect this kid and get into a Jedi or something like that. And I, it's like... Uh, I liked it it's because... Just so, all, it's the best part about it is the side action. Like, I don't know. You don't know. And, uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. I, I don't like know. It. I've always liked it because it was something I was not expecting, and it always kind of leaves... A vulnerability mm. to it. I mean, we know it's not gonna kill Baby Yoda. We all know that, but it does leave for like really cool action sequences because he's always has to worry about is protecting it. And I, mm. I like the protecting aspect of it. But it will be nice to have him be off for a season and see yeah. how that plays out. I know you yeah. guys say, oh, you guys want to say something? Oh yeah, we were on favorite moments, so uh, I need to think a little bit more about it. Honestly, right. I think. I think I have. I don't mind. <laughs> I think so. Mine isn't really necessarily a moment. It's what I think they fixed, and I think. And this is a, this is a problem. Interessante. I, this is a problem I've had for like well ever since like I guess Clone Wars. I don't think they've treated this right. I think they fixed lightsabers. Oh. I think they fixed lightsabers, and I think they fixed lightsaber fights. Even though we we didn't really have technically a lightsaber fight, but like. I think I was always oh. I think I was always bugged by the way the sequels treated lightsabers. Yeah. I don't know why it was just a little bit too. Oh well, there's real. no se- there's no sequel fight that's actually good. No, there really there really isn't. No, there really isn't. But like none of the choreography is on par with prequels, and it came after well, that. Yeah, definitely. Not. Action is always supposed to you know exponentially grow. And I don't think I've had like a really good Star Wars lightsaber fight since Clone Wars. Uh, not me- not to mention season the season seven finale. With, oh, hundred uh, percent with Ahsoka and those Maul. blow the sequels action out of the water. But when we saw, dude, they made the dark saber like really good. I that was pretty cool. I love really that. Good. Might be one of my favorite lightsabers because it's so unique. That and then like mm. Ahsoka's two like white yeah. blades. That was really cool, cool too. I think they treat it. I don't know. It just felt like it felt like um it just felt like Star Wars again. Like prequels that mm. that prequel yeah. era lightsaber fighting and dude. The fight between Din Djarin and um, uh, Moff Gideon, Gideon yeah. was awesome. That one is that was really that good. That was really good. That and was it badass. Was, if you think about it, it was kind of the same as the previous one with Ahsoka and that one <laughs> Dothraki, or not Dothraki, but the Doth, the last sister of Dothamir. I don't trust the that hairdresser. Chick. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> the hairdresser <laughs> says she's the last. Yeah. She's literally related to Maul, or I don't no. know. Um, but that that fight kind of felt slow mo. It, it didn't feel as good as Denjarin's. That one was so much better. That one was that very was good. crouching tiger, like old fashioned. Yeah, it was just kind of like uh-huh. three hits, pause, three hits, pause type. Suspense. Mando was Mando was hitting some impressive like hits. With oh that, yeah, with the staff. With he was Moth doing. Gideon. He was like yeah, was really sick. on it. He looked like he was like heavily. Yeah, was and they work. totally they totally show how he knows how to do that through the show too because they totally show how he knows how to use a spear before he picked it up right. But like that's probably a huge thing when they trained when he was younger. Oh yeah, Maybe. and th- and that he and trained then, ever since he's a foundling. Trained that, with a spear. And then Ryan, <laughs> I know you're complaining about the music, but you can't lie. Luke's scene with all the uh, the death troopers was awesome. Oh, that music was really cool. The trooper, the trooper theme. It was refreshing. Well, yeah, trooper theme is the best thing about. But I have Ludwig always brings like a trap sound to it. He did this for Black Panther, and he's done this for Creed, and he did it in Tenet. He did it with Tenet too. Clint's trying to adjust his yeah. mic. So yeah, I I really like that. Okay. But yeah. yeah. The lightsabers, no, lightsabers, that's... lightsabers in Mandalorian is in Mandalorian mm. season two is my favorite right. thing overall. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think I I like the sounds of the lightsabers in the sequels. I didn't like how they were used. The sound mm. effects no, were yeah. but the sound effects mm. were like unreal. It actually makes them intimidating. The way they looked they freaky. Yeah. It actually looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, when Ray's holding one, I'm like, oh, it's not scary at all. You don't get turned on when Ray holds one, right? Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Uh, you would if it was a Poison Ivy Fortnite skin. Oh, know. my oh, God. God. <laughs> oh, they spent so too much time. Raging over that. Did you buy it already? No. Why do you not you buy it? You did get a gift it's card. It's $30. Hey. Exactly. I don't play. I only exactly. play Fortnite when Evan's on. So, I, like, I don't think it's worth it. Dude, you already played Fortnite. You might as well play it. <laughs> 
Dude, hey, you're the one who Rocky. won your first match back. I'm the only pure one in this room. He really is a purebred. I won, and then I retired, put back the hood, and I'm going to become an old hermit again. <laughs> he came back just to show wow. us he still had it. Well, Very much Mandalorian. Oh. I think my favorite thing in the season was, obviously, Luke was great. That was very surprising. I thought it was going to be like Ezra or someone like that. I was thinking or Ahsoka too. coming back or was Thank it Kane? It, it yeah. would have been undercutted. You know? Oh, it would you be. Know how scared Under-hyped. I was that it was. Ez- I was so scared it was going to be Ezra. I was so unbelievably scared. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, when X Wing showed up, I was scared it was going to be Luke. Well, at the because first, I was so worried they were going to botch it. They're going to do it wrong. They were going to do it wrong. wrong. End. Yeah. But then they actually did it very well. That was so cool. You know. At first, I was like, oh, New Republic? Really? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is how we're going to end it? And then I, I knew was it like, was Luke. I just loved how it was like... You don't like, recognize the Red Five? <sighs> but it was like, it was just one, and then it was like, that moment it clicked, I was like, damn, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that Luke Skywalker showing up was easily my favorite part. That was really It's just cool. something you've been wanting to see ever since Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. Him show up, his lightsaber, four skills. Like, that's, that's peak Luke. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. peak Luke right there. And it's something we didn't get from the sequels, from all three movies. And that, that was always a disappointment for me. And it was just so cool. And I thought the way that they did it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, scenes like that and, you know, Boba ripping on those just going stormtroopers. Off. It's something you always it, it wanted. Felt, so it felt cool. like a fan-made film because it's like we're, we, we thought we'd never get this on the big screen from Star Wars. Yeah. Like, you could watch it on YouTube by, like, you some want. smaller budget YouTube yeah. channel. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think they did that really well. Yeah, I am really curious as to what they do with these classic characters. You, on one hand, you have Solo has already been recast, and then on the other hand, you have Leia and Luke who have been just like CGI. Yeah. CGI'd. Yeah. They have, CGI'd they have the this weird policy. Face. Yeah, like what do you guys want them to do? I thought forward? about this, no. and it was like I thought about it a lot because with Han Solo, you had a ten-year gap with Ewan McGregor. As being a young Obi-Wan, you had, like, quite a bit of a gap. I think with Luke, it's difficult because I wish, I mean, I wish they did bring in Sebastian Stan for it, but, that, that you know, that was a lot of fans, you know, just now saying <laughs> yeah. that. Which he's yeah, already had no. a response on it, so he's pretty I open to do it. Yeah. Wait, oh, he, wait, wait what do you say? Open. He he's said, like, hell I'm yeah. Ready. yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, it's Luke Skywalker it- versus the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I wonder who he's going to pick. But he yeah. was surprised, so obviously they're not reaching out to him, which probably means they don't well, have any plans for Luke in the future. In well, I also heard that Luke, um, people have been speculating that Luke's going to be like a prominent figure in season three, too. But yeah. that's just a room. But that's just I don't a room. Think well, so. think about it. If, I don't think he if will. If they are introducing Thrawn, and well, that's, well, that's going to be that's gonna be the Ahsoka show. No, I know, but I think Kennedy said... On the Investor Day pitch, she was saying how these three, Boba, Mando, Rangers of the Republic, and all Ahsoka, it's a culminating story. It'll probably be so, like Mando Season 4 will be this crossover event, like CW. Season five. With yeah. Luke. Uh, yeah, like CW crossover, yeah. Yeah, but I just wonder, like, I <laughs> feel like you need to have Luke in that story, because yeah. how can you have this that is huge, true. like a huge... Galactic red level role, thing yeah. happening without the yeah, galaxy. That is most. True. Yeah, looks just like nah. I don't think it's gonna be. <laughs> I gotta train Grogu. I'm busy, y'all. Season three though, because I feel like they only use CGI when it's only gonna be a few minutes in the film. That's right. true. And they, if it was meant to be a huge prominent role, they would have got someone to recast. That is true. I, and I, I think yeah. with five, it's only five years after Return of the Jedi, he would look very way. similar. There's no age gap. And right. Leia's CGI, you only she only said Ooh. one line. You want? Yeah. You guys Hope. want to remember some bad CGI? I remember uh, Leia's de aging CGI in Rise. Oh. Oh, Do you remember that? It was even dark. It was as dark oh. as it could be, and it was just yeah. Even the lighting was low. Well, like that was that was bad. That was bad. I, I'd well, say that's worse than me. That was that was worse than me. We all know the worst CGI face will be Tony Stark. Oh my god! In oh my Civil god. War, that was you mean bad. Jack shaved. It's Jack when he shaves. <laughs> Jack when he shaves. <laughs> <laughs> when he's doing the diagram talking oh. about his parents. Oh, yeah, that yes. nah, just clicked. Yes. <laughs> I wish that's how it went down that day. I have a question for you guys. Meanwhile, Mysterio's in the background. Has everyone hating it. has everyone hit their favorite moment? Yeah. Wait, yeah. No, I have. Jack, I, I did have one Actually, question. Actually, I think Ahsoka I wanted... was my favorite moment in that when she I respect went out. that. I thought it was really. Cool. Although I didn't really like how they introduced her. It was just they open the episode okay. and she's just killing people. Okay. I was like, All right. No, actually, okay. we're actually, hopping into this. You know what? Actually, I, I felt I, like rise. This was my next thing. I was gonna actually talk about. 
I was going to bring up Ahsoka and our thoughts about it. Oh, yeah. I actually do agree with Ryan. I really wish they would have built that up more. It was just like, okay, we're going into well, it. it. We're it seeing just, her already. It felt like Rise. Like where they pop. Oh, Palpatine? Okay, let's go. It just felt like... I mean, they did it. I don't it cool. think it was that bad, but no, no. it was. I, they could have did it better. Yeah, I agree. They could have did it better. I actually like it. They should have did it better. <laughs> the whole, it. I need to stop better. agreeing with you. <laughs> the whole, the whole episode, in, like itself, felt like an old like samurai, samurai film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Akira Kurosawa. Yeah, that's who it's like for. But like, but Filoni definitely like he did his did a much better job at directing this oh. episode than an episode oh. he did last season. Oh yeah, and I think I, he's I the really number one it. guy to do it. It's mm-hmm. his character. character. And I thought her look, Rosari Dawson, her Killed look it. and her acting, I think was really good. However, I do think <clears throat> the way she was brought into this show could have been so much better. Because the the reason she's brought in is just so she could say, um, he's got a strong attachment to you. His name is Grogu. He was from the Jedi Temple. And you need another Jedi to train him because I'm on a mission or something. Well, we did get a lot of information um, in so this episode, though. I feel yeah. like they could have done it so much better. Including Thrawn. I don't know. It just didn't. You guys feel like it was kind of cheesy how she was like, "He has a strong attachment to you. I can't train him, but go to this place. Another Jedi can train him." It is kind of like, contra- it's well, like she's it, also it, like no. she's played the outskirts itself. role because you know, she's not like in the original trilogy at all. I mean, obviously because you know real life answers she wasn't created till afterwards. But yeah, I think she's always been on the outskirts because she kind of she does she handles small conflicts. That's mm-hmm. like kind of her role now. She's kind of like hidden. Yeah, like, no realistically, one really knows about I mean, yeah. realistically, she she stayed hidden. There was no point for her to train him there was no reason but right. i get what you're saying it's like she yeah. was just a um person she's just a middle. puppet yeah i think like, it was like a good pilot for honestly like introducing she, her. she was a plot device this season let's be honest well for exposition only, i guess yeah, yeah. Right. no and, and, ex- and the thing i want like ahsoka atana was such a great character for you to use her as a plot device and some cool actually, action just felt like ryan i not really a disrespect to the character but ryan, just like I yeah, actually, it's so lazy. I kind of agree with you. I, I don't know. I, the, the way but you I still put think that, the whole I, premise was finding the Jedi. Her showing up was inevitable. Oh yeah, well, yeah. She's gonna get, she, it was honestly for it, this season in particular. It, it now honestly, Ryan, when you bring that up, I do agree with you. They, they did kind of just use her for exposition, as but they the use a lot time, of these characters. Would you rather you, her just be a main I know, I, side I, character I don't, for? I don't know how they would. They could have done it better, or they could have been like. But Mando's. Remember that scene where Mando's stranded in space. With his ship, yeah, like it'd been so cool if like she just shows up. Oh, like dude, Captain Marvel no. did in space. Yeah, yes, you, you would like that. <laughs> yes, dude. No, no, I don't no. think there's no, no, a like, good way. No, that no, no. You can... Actually, like if let's think about this logistically. Like he's on that calamari planet and she's just chilling there, and that it's just spontaneous meeting. Um, no, I don't think they could. The galaxy is I think so they, big. That's such a. Random you know I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not a writer, yeah. but I we think all they, know that they you're didn't. not a writer, but you love criticizing the writing. <laughs> I don't think. I don't <laughs> I'm a critic. I don't think the exposition in the episode is the best. Life critic is easy because oh, no, it's all it's, said. It's, so it's all bad. well. It's all said down in one sitting. I think if they maybe and it contradicts. Like, I think if they've like, maybe did the exposition better, yeah. then I think, I would have loved the episode more. But when Ryan, Ryan's, I, I think Ryan actually does have a good point. I did. I think you got a good point too, Ryan. I think my only thing on it is that I'd rather her have her own show. She, no, I agree with that. I than think have, have her be own show. a main Just high a character for Mandalorian, and I, that's why I'm fine with it. Because yeah, it kind of does feel like her own pilot. Uh-huh. And I, there's some things they could have done better on it, but I think for m- majority of that episode, I did love and I really liked because mm-hmm. they could have botched it so fucking easily. Yeah, yeah. And I think the way they handled it was really cool, especially her look. And I love Rosario Dawson. I got a question a about her look. So her tentacles—they looked like they had like they short- she got a haircut. Her they, testicles. They shortened. <laughs> yes. No. She they, got a they, sh- they shortened it because of uh, it, for it's action di- scenes. Count Dooku's it's face. difficult to move. It's difficult uh, to Count Dooku's face is also so a two by eight <laughs> in animated. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> the sharpest beard. No, yeah, I don't know why. At, at first, I was this. like, "It's too short. She doesn't look accurate." But I'm like, "It's live action. Like, like there's yeah. got to be room for you know wiggle room." I mean, for look at look. like like Rebels animation. Oh, I mean, Vader oh, looks completely different. The lightsabers look like yeah. noodles. Those are kind of like I see the animation as like interpretations. Yeah, it's kind of like the live action. It's like it, from the anim- animation like God, scope. I, I yeah, hate the rebels. And it's so hard to. Although it, Jack does make sense. Like all like even uh, what's her name? Shock T when she's all the old. Um, I don't know what that race is called. 
but you know, Tegrudas, Tegrudas, Tegrudas. all of those guys when they're old, they have really long tentacles. But Ahsoka's are still small, apparently. But, but that's but she's of, also like probably forty or fifty. But, she's but that's been also in because, early forties. But that's because of like, but that's just because of animation. It's a lot easier to, to mm-hmm. for oh, action yeah. scene with right, the yeah. Then imagine, imagine trying to like do an action scene with those things like flapping around. That is true. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it, I like the way they. I did think it. short. No, no, yeah, short. It makes sense, and I understand why they did it. Actually, I really like the action sequences in that. While no, we're talking about action sequences, do you guys want to talk about Beskar Steel? Because oh, you Ryan's all know thing. I have a gripe with this. Poopy. So here's the thing. Beskar Steel <laughs> really wasn't a thing until Mandalorian. The Mandalorian well, show. Well, it was a thing in Legends. Well, yeah, huge, but, but they, they brought it back. Star Wars content, no. Yes, yes, thank you. So, like... We all know Mandalorians have, like, their super cool armor that's passed down from generations, but we never knew it was literally bulletproof to literally everything. Because in every source material we saw, especially the Clone Wars, which I'm talking about, there's literally a war between clones and Mandalorians, where Stir clones steel. beat the Mandalorians. So, like, and then in this show, you if you're a Mandalorian you have armor, you're only going to get shot in your best car, and you'll be good. Like, Bogotan takes a million shots by Moff Gideon. And that she one just doesn't stands make sense. Up. That one doesn't make sense. She fell to the ground and stands up. And then every time you shoot yeah, um, Din Djarin, it's just like, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. It's think, better than, like, the plot armor. So I think it just though. makes – I just feel like when he has that armor and the way they portray it, I feel like, oh, he's just going to be safe. There's no real sense of risk for that character because they made that armor feel like – um, what's the word? Indestructible. So, like, how does Boba Fett get the dent in his helmet if it's indestructible? Well, I'm sure That's they'll explain that. Rocket. I mean, we uh, thought right. it was Cad Bane shooting it, him, well, but it's you can't supposed dent. To be, it's can't supposed be, to be Cad Bane. You can't dent Beskar because Boy. you saw that droid, the dark uh, soldier, literally smashing his face into yeah. a wall. I like it mainly because it uh, makes the most sense for Mandalorian history. And that's I why guess. they were the ultimate en- enemies to the yeah. Jedi. Because if they didn't have lightsaber-proof suits... How in the fuck could they? Also, but at the same time, yeah. oh no, no, you go ahead, Ryan. At the same doctor. time, they really make it clear that his armor is pure Beskar. That's true. So it could mean like it's true, like you know the the cl- the Mandalorians that fought the clones could have just been like, oh yeah, here's your Mandalorian armor. Well, but at the yeah. same time, every Mandalorian has pride in their gear. I mean, look how so many I times they imagine. try to take it from him too. Dude, Ryan, oh, yeah. you just made that three counter arguments. I know. I just <laughs> I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't know. Well, I think I'm treating you know how I treat Beskar, and I think the way the show has been treating it like it's like almost like vibranium. It's in the, the MCU. Star Wars version yeah, of vibranium, yeah. which I don't it's, it's, like. It's very it's very rare. And it's very hard to come by, even by like Mandalorian terms. Because yeah, they definitely so, probably mix Beskar with other things, but they've made a point think, to say it's pure Beskar. Yeah, think, I don't know if I uh, like. Okay, that, wait. Let though. me. But okay, let me finish because it makes sense it's for too comic for all of Death Watch not to be able to like have that armor. It just makes no sense. Of course, they're not gonna, they're not going to be able to have all have Beskar, or else they would have won. Yeah, I no, think that it's, is I true. think it's just regu- I think it's just regularly made armor. Yeah, and I think only like the people who've been able to come buy it mm-hmm. were able to wear Beskar. And you know what? I'm, and this is like really huge stretch that I'm about to make, but like they're a huge warrior culture. They're not going to be. They're not going to give like their best equipment to everyone oh, yeah. in their culture. It's spread about. It's going to be given to mm-hmm. the people at the top positions. To the foundlings. That is true. Yeah, at the top mm-hmm. positions of their of their clan. Yeah. Like yeah. I, one, I guess I could make you could make the excuse of Bo-Katan now having yeah, best armor. Bo-Katan's the only one that because well. she's the she's the head of her clan and she used yeah. to be. I and I know I yeah. and I understand because she gets shot five times. I know. It, oh, it, I'm good. That's I'm some, good. that's something yeah. that it has to be best or it, It's stupid. Yeah. Or yeah. and you know the thing with and you know honestly Jango Fett's original design of his armor is it looks pure best Beskar. Yeah. And it's only repainted, yeah. so you can yeah. make that so argument. So since that's Beskar, when. Boba blew it up with Mace. Does that we mean don't it know just that was, was fine? Well, we don't know because that because was, Mando's in this season. I thought about that. Boba's like, "This is my father's armor," and like he shows him that this was his. It could have been a random Death Watch. He could have repainted. It could have been. It could have blew up, and it could have just found it earlier. earlier. That's true. It's, it's true. It's honestly just fix the visor. Like There's a lot of yeah. plot holes you could find. find. In Star Another yeah. plot hole would be the dark saber. Oh, we're gonna get oh, into I that. Oh, I wanted to ask a question about Beskar first before we get there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, were the Sith troopers or Death troopers? Were those made of Beskar? No, no those are just strictly no. like droids. That's not Beskar. They have like probably because okay. yeah, there's a second. Like, there's actually metal. a second to Beskar. It's called Durasteel. That oh. is actually what 
Django Fett originally had before they retconned it to Beskar. Okay. Because George Lucas was, for some reason, so against him being a Mandalorian, which I like that, actually. That's a huge <laughs> thing, too, that Dave Filoni <laughs> actually took the Dave. Legends story, which is so finally. much cooler. How he's actually finally confirmed it. He's How he's a, a fan is he served in Mandalorian Wars, and Jasper, what's-his-face, he's a huge part. That was, like, his mentor, that whole thing. I like that they brought it back. But yeah. back to what I was saying, there's always going to be downgraded versions of Beskar. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then also, he got shredded in the first season. What are you talking about? In the finale. Mando. Like, absolutely pwned? Yeah, he got absolutely shredded. So it's like, maybe this he's, season he... it he's felt watching like, his diet. Maybe it's, it felt like he... No, not shredded in that way. <laughs> like, in the finale of last season, he just got completely torched. And he has he had his armor on, but he still got. I mean, that's not you know, gonna avoid it. Because season one, the big, you know, and how he damaged his armor the first oh, time. Yeah. That wasn't pure Beskar. It was an explosion. Yeah. Remember when oh, the mudhorn damaged his armor? Oh no, that no, wasn't no, no. Pure. Jack's Jack's talking like how oh, he literally was about to die. die. Yeah. Because the explosion or something. I mean, that's yeah. not gonna stop. It was the fire. What was it? I don't even remember. Well, it's because he got a concussion. Well, it's I also think. like the storytelling. They don't. They, you clearly can tell they don't focus on telling a cohesive story. It's just fun action. I just, I just don't think they really think about like. They don't really dig does, in. That does kind of not make sense. No, I, I actually kind of agree with you, Jack, because it doesn't make sense if he's like getting his head pounded in. I mean, you know what's something I want to bring up in the comics? Dude, man would have a massive concussion. Not, not, not in the Star Wars comics, but almost in the same sense of, like, Beskar being kind of, like, equal to um, uh, Adamantium for, like, Wolverine. There's a yeah. thing There's a thing in the comics where Hulk's, like, you can't, he, Hulk can't kill Wolverine, but he gives him a heavy concussion by keep bashing his head in because mm -hmm. it's not going to stop his brain yeah, Your brain's going to bounce around. It's going to bounce around. It's, it's the same thing with Beskar. His head's right. going to bounce around in the helmet. I mean, we don't know that he, like, didn't get, like... <laughs> hurt from that that's but true i mean he's just a badass well, he just toughened out i mean i mean he barely made know. it out but, but still like actually, jack's point he literally was point, about though. to die that's yeah. like but like he's gotten shot a million times in this season and he's good yeah, I don't know. stand down yeah pure so Oscar. um are we going to talk about the dark saber now? dark saber yeah, so i'll dark tell saber. my tidbit which star wars theory agrees with me on i should say after ryan the guy you were shitting on i don't care i don't care because he cried while watching my come back like come on dude i literally watched that i was like a lot of people who were listening or listening right now probably cried about it yeah i highly doubt anyone if you guys are listening you cried please dm us fandom rant they're Radio. not going to DM you because they're On afraid Instagram. of what you're, you're going to think about them. D like, DM, oh, Ryan is going to judge me. DM three out of four of us. <laughs> yeah. Three out of four of us, we, we'll respect just you. Just leave out Cautious Bean. Yeah. You'll be good. Anyway, so Darksaber. I, I'm sure you guys have probably watched YouTube videos because it was a little confusing. And got... we've watched too many. So me and Clint, we can give our explanation because we, we kind of side with this. And Devin has watched too many videos yeah. and actually <laughs> knows, you know, the fan theory lore. So I spent way too much time on this guy. Basically, Moff Gideon is bested by Mando, and explains to Bogatan and Mandalorian um, that well, she can't take it from you because she has to win it through trial of combat. Um, which which we, we've, that's cool. we've it's such a cool concept that they introduce once again. Like they introduce Beskar, doesn't make sense. They introduce this um, in Clone Wars. It makes sense because Darth Maul, Darth Maul took it from Vizsla, claimed it as his heir. Um, which that was a perfect example of what Moff Gideon was explaining. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Din Djarin was like, oh, you're, you just take it. I yield. <laughs> Pussy. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> she's like, she agrees with Moff Gideon like, yeah, this is the way. I have to beat you. It's about the story, not about the sword. But, you know, in Rebels... I, I never actually watched Rebels, but I know what happens. Like yeah. uh, Sabine gives Sabine, Sabine gives up the blade to uh, Bo-Katan, and she just takes it. And Bo-Katan at well, first she is like, nah. at first. But then she takes it. Oh, yeah, so it, it leaves it. like I know we could be like, well, maybe because it was taken originally, she can just take it back. I don't know. I I, I it just doesn't make sense. To I me. have a huge maybe defense for this. Yeah, what? Well, mainly because I trust Filoni. Because he wouldn't make that and put that as a huge part in a season finale and forget his own previous That is true, because he made Rebels. And if this is going to be a huge prominent thing in season three, it's just like, you know, how could one tiny hole blow up the Death Star type of thing? It will eventually get explained. <laughs> I mean, at first I thought the same thing. I was we like, wait, this wasn't a thing before she took it. We have but a standalone movie ten years from now explaining why the Darth Saber. At least the explanation taken. I saw is because she does lose that Darth Saber when she gets in Rebels to Moff Gideon. 
And in order to like really gain it back, she not only needs to just physically have it, but mm-hmm. you know, like what Moff Gideon said, it's more about the story than what uh, than feels anything. like she needs to earn it. And I think actually my theory on this is that Moff Gideon easily lost. He probably could have definitely put more up a fight to uh, Mando. Mando. I think it's because it was the only time you see him, like the only time you uh, you ever see him unconfident and worried is when Luke shows up because that's the one variable he didn't count on. Right. He wanted them. He wanted Bo-Katan to totally battle out. And Clint right now is doing his thing. (laughs) So I I think there was a lot more to that because that's what I thought. I was like, wait, what? You can't make this a thing now. But I also liked it in a way because it's funny how she was making fun of him for being an extremist, but yet she do that. And he's like, he doesn't care. Like, okay, I yield. I don't care. Which is also like – not consistent with his character. I hope but he no, it shows that he's no, his grown chari- from it. Yeah. Well, he's taken from off this, we can talk about you know what season three is going to entail, and this dark saber is obviously going to be a huge <laughs> part, which what it represents. Yeah. Bro, if Din gives up the dark saber like that, I'm be so pissed. Here, oh, he will. He doesn't care. But he should keep it. Like I it's want cooler. him. I yeah. want him to have it around and to use it. I've told Clint and Devin well, this, obviously for cool action scenes, but, but not Jack yet. You know how every Star Wars major Star Wars character starts out as a nobody, but then becomes the only person to save the galaxy. Like Luke Skywalker is a nobody, but he's literally the chosen one. Um, Rey's a nobody; she's literally the daughter of Palpatine. Anakin, nobody, the chosen Chosen one. one. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, it's a theme. So didn't Jarn we think he's just a foundling random guy? But a hundred percent, what they're doing is he's going to be literally the heir to the Mandalorian throne. Um, and like his lineage is probably going to be like oh, hidden. That's, oh, that's hot. Which what's, makes what's sense. Cool like, that is awesome. Because Moff so Gideon was so confident in giving that up, and he is the only one to name drop right. Mando's actual name too. Yeah, he's from you, the start. For this show, like clearly the way this show's going, it's not like a side, uh, like a a bounty. It's not going to be a bounty hunter type story, more which like what we thought. Mandalore. Yeah, folks. it's more Mandalorian core uh, yeah. lore, and clearly this next season is going to be about taking Mandalore back. And hell yeah, I he like can't that. just be a nobody. Like he's got it. No, yeah, I know. that's what they're gonna do. Moff getting definitely. They've made him into be like more manipulative. <laughs> manipulative. Manipulative. Yeah, I will say I wish we had more Moff Gideon in season two. Well, I think, yeah, no, I think we didn't get actually, enough. Well, that's yeah, a big complaint of mine that I, mean, I he have. He only shows up in like three, but two he's episodes. He's gonna be a prominent villain for the entire series. Well, that's the thing I about know. TV maybe. Sh- I knew that is one thing about TV shows. What makes villains great is that. They're always reappearing, and you have the main protagonist, Sorby. You have the um, villain and what they're doing in the background. True. And this, you really only get like one episode where they take Baby Yoda. You don't. You kind of get hints of it, but you never actually he see. He shows what up he's at the doing. end, and they play his theme. He's like, "We will have this." Yeah. <laughs> and I guess maybe he's just kind of a simple villain. Maybe you don't really need that. Yeah. Really. Well, I like it because we only got the one, two episodes within last season. We've gotten a lot more of him this season. We will get him more and more as time goes on. Yeah, that's true. I like he's a character who's cool because he's just he's he's you know he's always the three steps ahead type of villain. Yeah, and I, I, those are the most fascinating villains to me. Mm-hmm. So I think he definitely had a plan there. The only thing where he like was truly shitting his pants was when Luke showed up and he's like. And that's why he's like, <laughs> screw it, and he tries to shoot Baby Yoda. And then tries yeah. to shoot himself, too. And then, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Oh, yeah, he starts shooting at Baby Yoda. That means the best girl steal. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes. Mando was going to be like, hey. I can only shoot your chest. Nothing else, just your chest. He had so many plan B. He had plan C and D, and he tried them so quickly, and both just didn't work. <laughs> you know, I also <laughs> kind of wish Mandalorian's armor got scuffed throughout the season. Like, you know, like a, you know how we compare this to a video game? You know, a video game character... Like Batman in the Arkham yeah, game. His, his cape yeah. gets destroyed. His suit gets destroyed. I mean, it takes you place in one night. Marks. But like with this, like he Beskar. gets shot a million times. Um, he's gone through so much. But like, there's just really no. I mean, it would leave a. It's a. It's a laser. It would leave like a scorched mark. I don't know. It's Beskar. Pure Beskar. It's Beskar. It's, Beskar. it's like with like Black it's, Panther's suit. It's vibranium. Thank you. <laughs> 
I don't know. I also don't like the Beskar thing. I, I think it's too comic booky, and Star Wars always felt yeah. like a fandom that was well, it was like so on its own. Legends. It never felt comic booky. Yeah. Do I have to be that and now guy? It's just, I don't know. I was the Legends guy, and now look, he now, is the original Legends now, guy. Look, well, the way that now, they portray it in this, it's like, well, if you have now, Beskar, you are invincible, <laughs> which is me. like how Cap is with the shield. <laughs> now how, look at me. You know, Wolverine is with his adamantium. It, it's so it just feels like now. But it's like a cool Mandalorian because they're like Mandalorians are basically the Star Wars versions there's of like, spartans there's so much star wars comics you guys need to like read up yeah. on in legends area because they yeah. do this they do this type of stuff oh, yeah. all the I time guess. and a lot Books. of them are great stories some of them you know are over the top but i think really with, over the top yeah. a lot of mandalorian things the best things have come out of legends actually funny enough a uh, fun fact boba fett trained um uh han solo's daughter in lightsaber combat yeah wow I want them to bring that's back crazy. Boba Fett's and Han Solo's feud, because that's a huge thing in Legends. They're always it's they hate each other, always yeah. competing for Jabba. Ah, oh, Jabba's love. Hey, Jabba's love. The love Think triangle. About this. I wonder in Book of Boba if Alden Heinrich will reprise his role as Han, and have a he's, big role in cool that. With, I think he's doing that in the Lando TV series. The Book of Boba Fett um, could definitely be. But that wouldn't make sense because sense. Yeah. it's supposed to play a young Han. I did not. I, I don't like that portrayal of Han. By the way, I like Alden Heinrich as a I young do. Han Solo. It's so bad, Jack. I, 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 like it. I like it, but I can't such have a bad it actor. anymore. Well, it's not I can't have it. <laughs> In Book of Boba, it would not make any sense. Oh, it wouldn't. Oh, do you, did you guys hear Harrison Ford's comment on um, Force Ghost? It's Force Ghost. He's <laughs> like, do you want to be a Force Ghost in this next movie or whatever? And he's like, what the fuck's a Force, Force Ghost? ghost. <laughs> he, is, he doesn't care. <laughs> Which also, how is he a Force Ghost in Rise? We don't want he's to. He's not a Force Ghost. He's a, vision. he's a dream, a vision. Dream, a Force vision, right? Vision. Someone, Leia. Ben. Oh. <laughs> I ben. wish uh, I needed that as a gif. Ben, they, oh. Literally, both his parents died by saying Ben. 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 Such he bad killed story. All. So bad. Kyle Ren killed all of the people we loved. You know, yeah. sometimes I'm like, the nice. sequels, aren't, stressful, the sequels dude. aren't that bad. And then I'm like, wait. No, there's, oh my God. there's always a caveat. <laughs> <There's> always, <laughs> I think we'll look back 15 years from now. And I say there are the more. No, ass. no, no, no they're no. not going to. No, because the be that generation. we were just talking about that. There will be a generation. Because the prequels, yeah, they were bad at the moment, but they opened up so much lore. Well, yeah. Look at, Literally look. every side Jedi in Clone Wars is in the original prequels. Like even Kaimundi or like it. the one tiny guy. Wait, you're really not helping Citadel me understand Jedi. your point. My point is sequels, there are no – there's just – it's just so empty. Like, there's no lore they built. Let's be honest. We're prequel kids. Yes, we, we are yeah. prequel kids. Our parents, our our parents are original trilogy kids. So of course, or or the last generation, the last couple of generations ago. So of course, when they saw the prequels, they're like, "The fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, they thought it was trash. Right, yeah. yeah. Remember how and much so, they hated it? So we're the prequel generation. We love the prequels because we understand yeah. what it is. There is going to be that generation. I, I guess. think there's two things. I just don't think it'll be the yeah. same as the prequels. No, I don't. The prequels introduce so many side, like literally at least a thousand side characters. Because the prequels had uh, the a orig- full-on vision and connected to the originals. The sequels did not have a full-on sequels vision. sequels didn't introduce but any interesting I will say, side characters. With everything in Star Wars, it works like it goes back and forth because it will start with shit, but it will eventually go back to that good. With prequels that you got the Clone Wars filled in that gap, now the prequel era is beloved now. Right. True. And now with the sequels, now we're getting Mandalorian, which is that. technically sequel era. So right. they're trying to replicate that same thing that Clone Wars kind of did. It? What is yeah. it? I think he told me the other day, Devin, it's like Not the sequel is like, ah, oh, we fucked up with the sequels. Here's man. Mandalorian. Yeah, it really is. It's really <laughs> a making up for it. Really it really is. It is. Because otherwise, Star Wars was in a very bad state without the Mandalorian. Imagine if there was no Mando. Oh, yeah. We're look. We're looking. Nobody at would care. Yeah. A very bad place. I wouldn't mind. Rogue One still on Disney Plus. I'm good. Bad batch. Rogue One is the only Disney thing I actually care about. I mean, Mando's fun, but at the end of the day, not visions. Well, no, like what we've gotten so far. Poop. I don't count season seven of Clone Wars to be Disney. It's not. That no, was written long before Disney. I count them. it as Filoni. <laughs> yeah, I do yes. count that as Filoni. Yes. 
But anyways, <laughs> your personal can they can't is let go. So it is, my weird. my personal can is so effed up. <laughs> they can't let go of Clone Wars at all. Let go because it like ends in thirteen. We get the lost episodes in fifteen. Years later, we get the season seven, and then Bad Batch is like Clone a tro- Wars. It's a Trojan horse. It's basically seeing Clone it Wars is season, season eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> Love Filoni. Yeah. Sneaky bastard. <laughs> I mean, hat. is he riding the Ahsoka? Yes. Yeah. Probably. I think yeah. that could be really cool. I, I trust he's Uh-oh. the only person I trust with Ahsoka. You both on that. have been called by Iron Man. <laughs> Iron and Jack have both received calls from their significant others. Aye, aye, aye. They get to sign, boys. All right. It's a good, good one. Episode. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Yep. All right. Anyways. That was Mando <sighs> Season 2 review and recollection. We are not done with the episode. Slash Spider Man talk. Yep. Slash that right well, actually, 20 minute Spider Man talk. <laughs> Bonus content. Yep. So, please, send feedback. Please. Feet. Dude, I was actually thinking the same thing. Really? (laughs) It's always on my mind, Clint. Feet was always on my mind. We need better chairs. Yeah, yours was squeaking. Really, guys? I don't know. I'm doing pretty well. Fuck you. We should all just get $500 desk chairs for the living room. Right, I'm telling you, you could sell that thing for $500. $500 gamer chairs. $300?